Welcome to the Movie Babies, episode 32. I'm Devin. I'm Sean. And I'm Lane. It's a special Halloween, not episode, it's a spooky Halloween month. Wow. Are we only going to do trailers in the month of October that are, like, a little bit spooky? A little bit... Spooky. Freaky. No. I had to think of a Um, scary word. (laughs) If you're screamish then you should be careful. All right. I am screamish. <laughs> I combined two words. That's good. That was purposeful, of like course. if when Naturally. you get scared, you just scream. That's what yeah. screamish is. You have a tendency to, to just go for the shrieks. we got some trailers that we're going to review today, as we always do, as we are a trailer review show. But before we do that, let's open it up to the floor. Has anybody seen any movies lately? Boy, howdy. I hear that you've seen one of the newest movies that have has come out in the last couple days. Hot off the presses. Mm-hmm. Got to see Logan. Wow, it's been a minute. I think it came out and then went away and came back and now is out on Blu-ray. And it's, huh. it's been redone and is now directed by like the kid that was in Stranger Things. Right. The only reason I saw it, too, was because I got it for free at our local video store. Yes, I said video store. Nice. Film is true. Like, it was in the free bin. It's that old. <laughs> no, no, no. They were having an anniversary. Yeah. And they gave out free rentals. Like, if you went there that day, you got a free rental. Right. Excellent. And yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that Logan film. And what did you think? I liked it okay. You didn't weren't over the moon about it? I wasn't over the moon okay. about it. Because, I'll give a quick review. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but it, was, it didn't meet my expectations that I think were built up for it. Which were... I wanted it to be more of like a Cormac McCarthy, The Road. Yeah. Like Gritty. him and the kid together, him teaching her things. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned, I think, off podcast, like characters not learning anything. Yeah. He's just an asshole the whole time and there's not a point where he's like, well, oh, I learned this lesson so I'm going to change. And he's the gruff dad instead of the mad dad. What do you think it means when he sacrifices himself to save the kids? I mean, That's the ultimate gesture of fatherhood. The children yeah. are the future, firstly. Teach them well, and they will <laughs> mutate. What is the words? I mean, you know that's going to happen because that's going to be the finale of the film. I wanted a more gradual build-up okay. to that. Point. I see. To get um, some stairs, a little, you'd hit a hit a block every once in a while, have a little progression, and then just thunk right into the wall again. Yeah. Stubbing your toes. Yeah, I just wanted them to hang out him and the girl, like him teaching her stuff. How do you feel Where's about... Where's my feel-good road trip movie? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How do you feel about the episode where they're on the farm in the middle of the movie? Okay, now, the other thing. They, they, they introduce this farm element with this black family, mm-hmm. and it's, like, the only time they're enjoying themselves during the thing. And, like, the first thing you do when they're at the farm, you go, oh, that family's going to die. They're dead. Yeah, how many of... That's, that was my question, initially. It kept going on and on. I'm like, okay, well, you can't kill the family at now, because it would be, like, so obvious and, like, so, like, icky. We've gotten wrong. to know them enough it to have so... these heartstrings. <laughs> but, yeah, the whole family's just murdered. They go for it. And it, it, was, it was icky rather than me, like, hating the villains, which was another problem in that film. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had to... Do yeah. that? That was really strange. Tonal shift. And to go back to the character element, Logan should not have let them stay there at all. You have a tracker oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. following you. You're doing the wrong thing. You're killing this family. Mm-hmm. On purpose. He, and he even like points that out, but there's like no good reason why he's this 
deciding, like, no, let's let's just stay here. Like, you just killed that family. Yeah. Also, by, like, rabble-rousing the, like, hicks who were going to, like, come and burn the dude's house down by beating up the dude. Like, why are you doing this? You're yeah, creating a lot of problems. Because, <laughs> yeah, we see them come back yeah. to, like, hang the black man. Yeah. And I was oh, like, Logan. God. It was weird. You haven't, you didn't see Logan? No. Did you? Okay, yeah. It's got some it, things that I'm, everybody likes, but it's got some weird shit I'm, in it. I yeah. mean, that's kind of where we are with comic book movies, though. It's like, if you do, like, a couple things right, people are Free over the moon about it. People will flip out. Yeah, yeah, but, like, to me, it still had, like, a lot of the same issues these comic book movies have. Yeah. Yeah, take that, Deadpool fans. You got the same damn problem. Ooh. It was funny because, so now that this one was R-rated mm-hmm. because of the Deadpool movie. Yeah. Even though the directors will say that's not Naturally. the reason why. So there were some really funny, like, F-words thrown in there that Just, did not make sense. Like, Yeah, Professor X dropping F-bombs <gasps> was so unnecessary. No! Yeah, it was very... peace, dude? It was very <laughs> That's a cool nickname. Um, and we got some movies. What did you guys see? Uh, we used our free rental at Film is Truth to watch not a new movie like you did, <laughs> but a movie from the late 80s called 87. Vibes. Correct. Stars Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper. And Columbo, Peter Falk. And uh, Steve Buscemi makes a weird cameo in it as uh-huh. a really young man. Mm-hmm. Okay, we fell asleep in the at the end, but I think we can kind of piece together what the movie was about. It's really, of a good movie. Yeah, let's see. Let's see between the two of us what's going on. All right, so Jeff Goldblum and Cindy Lauper meet at a like a psychic slash like can you move objects with your mind? Blah blah blah. Kind of like a. Professor X's school yes. for weird, gifted psychics and mediums. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's run by the guy who plays the warlock in the warlock movies. So he, he's already He's also uh, the cool guy in Austin Powers. Slash, he's so he's he's the main guy in Cabaret. Who's also a former WWF 80s wrestler who would fight the Ultimate Warrior from time to time. Damn. Yes. Closing the loop. He had a big trident thing with a big W on it. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, surprise, some dumb white men go down to Peru, Colombia, Ecuador, and disturb some ancient relics, obviously trying to find gold everywhere. And one of their con men friends who's still up in New York recruits some of these psychics to try and get them to talk to the remaining white dude who's in a catatonic state and figure out where all this gold's at. So mm-hmm. he brings Cindy Lauper, who's a woman who has a like medium slash spirit kind of following her around named Louise, who just throws in some like... We never see Louise. No, nor but hear from her. But she's talking She's a disembodied this. spirit who gives her information about what's going to happen or what people's intentions are or whatever. Right. Does Sidney Lauper talk to this thing out loud? Like Yes. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Louise! What's going on, Louise? Where we gotta go, Louise? Time after time! <laughs> and she throws herself... <laughs> she throws herself at uh, every dude. Oh, yeah, also. she's super She horny. wants to get married so bad. Yeah. <laughs> also, she is such a tiny little human being. Cindy Lauper is? Yeah. She's a little human being. Also was involved with the WWF in the 80s. No, oh, yeah. not Captain real. Lou. Captain Lou's protege or whatever. Yeah, what? that's right. Yeah. All right. 
No wonder Dan Aykroyd dropped out of this movie. He was like, Cindy Lauper's a part of this. I want nothing to do with this. Peter Falk tricks them to go down to Ecuador to get this Ark of the Covenant like thing mm-hmm. that is like an interdimensional oh, yeah, device. Oh yeah, weird glass pyramid. But he thing. lies to them to be like, oh my son's missing. We need to find this the son. So that appeals to their like sensibility because. Jeff Goldblum's like, oh, I work at this museum and I just have to do parlor tricks. Oh, yeah, to, like, his thing is that he can touch an object, like his psychic power. He can, like, totally mm-hmm. either, like, track the history of it or, like, know who else has touched it and, like, what's going on. That's fun. So that's why he works as, like, a museum curator because he can be like, oh, yes, this sarcophagus. Yeah, right. But he finds out that his wife's cheating on him by touching some underwear that were, like, have been taken off by some suitor or whatever. So he's like, he was a hockey player. Yeah, his life was in shambles. Her life was in shambles. Campbells. So they get recruited to do this thing. They go down to Ecuador. It all ends up being that they're being like chased by one of the other psychics. They find out that they're being lied to and that they're just looking for gold. So it's just like all like shenanigans. Half romantic comedy, half Indiana Jones. What's that movie? Romancing the Stone kind oh, of yes. shit. And none of it works. It's not funny. There's no chemistry between the two of them. They Jeff hated Goldblum's each other. just like not into it. Yeah. He's gold booming really hard and so- she's loppering even harder. All over the place. I mean, that sounds really good. I guess my follow-up question would be then, is it a good B-movie? Not even. I don't think so. I, I think laughed a lot. The first way you could have made this movie better was spell vibes with a Z instead yeah. of the S. Yeah, I think that there. was their issue. Yeah, they goofed that up. Let's remake this movie. It could be remade so much easier if you get rid of the romantic aspect and just make them a competitive, like, who's the better psychic. Psychic and for having them... different psychic skills. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wanted them, because the best parts of the movie were when they were nipping at each other and just, like, because she, then she got to have her attitude and he's got his, like, weird, like, oh, I'm intellectual but also kind of mentally challenged, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing that he does. And it, like, it was, <laughs> it, it was fun when they were combative. But it wasn't fun when they were like, oh, you're kind of sexy. Like, nah, fuck all that. Anyway, the so, movie was insane. So we'll remake it. We'll also remake the trailer. And we'll do like a Good Vibrations cover to it. Oh, yes. Like slow and sexy. Like, Good Vibrations. <laughs> James Warner did the score to it. And so it's like got like a... The guy who did the Titanic soundtrack. It's got like a full-on pan pipes... <laughs> Like, oh god, the fucking pan Yeah, pipes. it's just all pan pipes. Like the per- is that the Peruvian one? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But like, so, imagine suspenseful themes played on the pan flute. Yeah. So Lane's got a problem with the pan pipes as she doing was doing the like, rendition of Lady in Red that will not stop following me. What? Yeah, yeah. And so, I'm so glad I told you about that. Now that you play it for me every so often, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Already, the annoyance level is on ten with this movie. Yeah. So that was that was right. vibes. So yeah. Two films to check out. We will, and we will continue to support. <laughs> Film is truth. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for giving us free movies that we shit on. Vibes sounds a lot like this first trailer we reviewed. Oh, really? The Watcher in the Woods. Ooh. 2017, not to be confused with the 1981. No one knows about the 1981. Yeah, I guess Melissa so. Melissa Joan Hart directed. There's some spooky kids. They might have vibe powers as well. We don't know. They're vibalicious. They're vibing out. The killing of the sacred deer. It's about spooky happenings in a spooky <laughs> hospital with a spooky family. I mean, that joke's not even set up yet. Do I have to edit the spooks in now? Whoa. The abuse of the term spook in this episode is astronomical. Keep a count. Take a drink. 
Go see your doctor. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully he looks like Colin Farrell by the time you're done drinking all this. No, you don't want him. He'll give you the disease. <gasps> Here's the show. When I was younger, you'd hear about the girl who walked into the woods one night and never walked out. The old folks in town say there's something in there. The Watcher. Because we just watched The Watcher in the Woods, which also doesn't explain why I'm doing it. <laughs> but go if on. we go further, we'll find out it's directed by Melissa Joan Hart. Clarissa herself. I yes. need her to explain me this movie. It doesn't look like she's going to do a very good job because what? the trailer looks extremely confusing. <laughs> I don't know what is being sold to me. Like, I remember seeing the old movie. Okay, yeah. And I have very distinct memories that there's there's aliens and shit in it. Wait, what? Yes, but I do not know what the fuck's going on with this one. Like, and is I'm it very confused. Because we didn't see the watcher. Like you're you're just like I don't know if this is like are, are, like it's spooky, obviously. Yeah, it looks like and I kind of remember that too from the original that it was like English haunted mansion porn a little bit like mm-hmm. oh the scoop Spooky banister, the spooky so dumbwaiter. Yeah, like, well, look at the chandelier. Sean, what can you lay us down? What can you lay down <laughs> us on us? About? Let me lay you down. Well, lay me down like a <laughs> sweet little baby. Mm-hmm. Explain this oh, 1980 baby. original Watcher in the Woods. I remember watching this Disney movie called Watcher in the Woods. No, it was watching you. Yeah, and it had uh, Betty Davis in it, and it had... A lot of really weird shit happened with, like, um, a big skeletal insect monster at the end. It's an alien. Insects have exoskeletons. Yeah, but it kind of looked like a human skeleton in a... Like, I just, it's like, like, look at a very badly designed skeleton bug is that it like, flies into a room. Is it like the, the dude from uh, Men in Black who's, like, the bug man? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or and the million ant man? It's or the, the million Ant Man March. Mm-hmm. Damn it! <laughs> uh, like, on, yeah, yeah. This is why I don't explain things to you guys. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Clarissa will do a better job. When you're done me. telling jokes, we'll get back mm-hmm. to this. Yeah, trailer. I'm trying to be serious the here. Blaine, have you seen the original? I have film? not seen the original. Okay, so my question is, Sean, mm-hmm. having seen the original, you out of everybody should know what's taking place in this I new don't trailer. Know. It doesn't look familiar to me. <laughs> Like, I can see that Angelica Houston is being that Betty Davis character, mm-hmm. who is, like, as far as I recall, she used to live in this mansion that the family is, like, staying at for the summer or whatever, and she lost her daughter to the Watcher in the Woods or whatever. Ah, like, so she, she's one of the only olds that can believe that there's something out there in the woods? There's, like, a conspiracy by the town to cover up what happened to her daughter, 
think what we find out is that the daughter was taken by aliens, or there's like some kind of seance or something. Okay, so it's all coming back. Uh, not really. It's like such a dumbass movie. Like it doesn't make a lot of sense, and a lot of things are explained but not shown. Well, okay. So what are some of the things that we saw in here that could potentially lead us towards trying to uncover what the actual living heck is happening in this lifetime remake or remake of this movie for the lifetime? television network i feel like it's not too hard of a case to crack because so many cliches in this tiny tiny trailer dude the little sister the youngest child being the only one who can see whatever spooky shit's out in the woods you yeah you have the little girl she has her dolly that's gonna go that's gonna be the only clue of where she's gone at some point in that movie for sure the narration starts off with a girl walked into the woods and never walked out. Like, okay. She got watchered in the woods. And or then, her legs got cut off and she had to crawl out. That would be cooler. I don't I don't think that Disney <laughs> you would don't have this. done that. <laughs> no bloody stumps. Yeah. Maybe Lifetime. Maybe Lifetime would do it though. Yeah. Did we mention this is a lifetime made for TV movie? I let's keep mentioning okay. it. Because that is a strange point. Yeah. When I think of Lifetime, I do not think of horror films. No. Moms don't want to be scared. They have to deal with the reality and horror of the real world every day. Well, I do <laughs> I do recall a lot of the Lifetime original content when I was a kid being like, Janice is dealing with bulimia. Like, their movies were sad. Like, they were kind yes. of like... Oh, yeah, they're not fun. No, they weren't fun. So I could see that how this would... Fit. There's always a stalker like around the corner yeah. from the kitchen, and you have to like slowly reach for the knife, but he can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So now the sad is it's, it's not like, oh, you have cancer. It's there's alien in the woods. Yeah, and it's taking your kids, <laughs> and it's gonna it's gonna give your kids alien cancer. Now I am still not thoroughly convinced that it's not just the spookiness of watching and being watched. Because the first thing that I saw watching this trailer were like I was reminded of this case that's still ongoing in New Jersey right now. This couple bought a house like a couple years ago, three mm-hmm. or four years ago, and started. And receiving... they never walked out. <laughs> no, well they've never moved in even because they started <laughs> getting letters from this person that was like, "This is not your place. This is not your house." Like, I am the watcher or keeper of this home, and, like, if you try and move in and fuck with it, it's mm-hmm. going to get scary. So they're in a lawsuit right now with people who sold it to them to be like, uh, you guys probably should have disclosed that there was, like, a psychopath kind of, like, stalking our property line at some point. I yeah. think the question... The watcher of the neighborhoods. There we go. See? <laughs> the I was so close. The neighborhood watcher. Landed that plane. Yeah. Yeah, we saw a sneak sneaky peek of like a an old journal that featured like a medicine man wearing one of those old school renaissance era those. like masks I'm so, so sick like of to those. keep the plague out are you do you hate them because you're sick of them or because you're spooked by them? no i don't i think it's not a spooky thing i don't like when people throw that in it's like oh the character is wearing a long beak he look like a spy versus spy <laughs> character <laughs> i don't like it it's not it's stupid so that says to me that this this motherfucker out in the woods has been around for a while. We're not dealing with some alien that's coming out, you know, just in the 20th century. This is potentially, like, hundreds of years of seancing or spooking or not walking out of the woods. We know it knows mirror magic. Because that was kind of our only real spooky moment was that they're in, like, a greenhouse with Mm -hmm. glass windows. And then... Spooky illusions happen on each mirror. But besides that, it was like a window opened, and that spooked them for some reason. Right. Also, we're going to make a spook count. Every time I say the word <laughs> spooked or spooky, 
We'll just have a little counter go off. Watcher in the Woods is not, into my mind, something that needs to be remade. Yeah. At all. I've never heard of it before this. Okay. However, I still haven't heard of it. But they're talking about it like it's this classic, like, oh, guess what, guys? We're bringing back Watcher in the Woods! Yeah, because they're bringing back something from 1980 instead of from 1997 at this point. Like, at least has, en- has yeah. enough time passed. That's an accomplishment in itself. <laughs> like, we found the it last thing. <laughs> It's the last thing from the 80s that hasn't been made. That's good. And in addition to that, I'm really interested in, like, Lifetime getting some of the properties or some of the, like, how how did they get involved? How did Melissa Joan Hart get involved? Slash, is this just not going to be scary because it's on Lifetime? Are well, we not going to get anything other than little noisy jump scares? You bring up some good points because is Lifetime owned by Disney now? Do I think they're know? a Viacom company, if okay. I remember correctly. So that's so, like CBS, MTV, Comedy Central. Somehow the rights have changed hands. How did Melissa Joan Hart get attached? Oh yeah, Explain weren't you always weren't that. you also saying that she is potentially like a religious zealot kind of like kind of Cameron style? So, she was in God's Not Dead 2, the 2016 sequel mm-hmm. to the movie that was all about the philosophy question of like it's the first day of class, and we're going to write this question on the board for your essay. God is dead. So is this a spinoff of the Gods Must Be Crazy <laughs> franchise? I wish. I would watch that. Melissa Joan Hart just trying to uncover, like, what this Coca-Cola bottle is all about. Yeah, she's but in the woods it. in England with mm-hmm. an accent. So she's maybe super Christian, we think? Potentially. Uh, she was definitely up with the likes of... Uh, the daughter from one of the Duck Dynasty guys, and then also Ernie Hudson was in God's Not Dead too. So there's a either hey I gotta work or I gotta make sure that big ups to the big guy well, upstairs. It sounds like Melissa Joan Hart cannot escape the spooky lifestyle. <laughs> Ding. Like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <gasps> yes. Of course. You think she wouldn't be allowed to do that? Witches and Christians don't. Mixed, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But at the same time, I mean, how many sitcoms did she really lay claim to? We're just like breaking down this IMDb page real hard well, right now, too. Oh, Melissa and Joey, I want you to explain <laughs> to me. Melissa and Joey is like a Mr. Mom slash, hey, we're going to bring some of your favorite 90s folks back together. Whoa! Her- yeah. Oh, get ready. Her and Joey Lawrence yuck it up for at least five seasons. And have at least five laughs. <laughs> Guaranteed, contractually, per episode. So she directed some of those episodes. She directed some Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Her only full-length film I see is SantaCon 2014. Is it a documentary? Or a Hallmark movie. No, it's... Oh, it's the one... It's Dean Cain in it. It's one of those films Renata brought oh, up. it's a white woman being white rescued woman, by a black man? black man... There's a small-time con man who has to be a department store Santa, it looks like. Mm-hmm. We gotta put this on. It's a, <laughs> right it's a I Got Your Back Girl movie. It looks like it. Do you remember in Clarissa Explains It All, the kid who would come in through her window? Yeah. And, like, it would just play a, like, solitary guitar chord when he came in the window? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I kind of always wanted, because of that guy, like, my my little theme music when I walked into a room. It's a... Just like a... It's just like a fart. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not very ceremonious. You're not going for something a little more spooky? Uh, some organ? Some let's, bagpipes? Mm-hmm. Let's put this trail on hold. Let's talk about Clarissa Explains It all a little <laughs> okay. more. Because that show was pretty entertaining. 
What do you remember? I Okay, so it was one of the first shows that kind of like copped the Ferris Bueller thing where it's like, I'm going to talk to the audience. Yeah. We're friends here. Yeah. Totally. You can see into my teenage world where I have to deal with my annoying brother, my like kind of out to lunch parents. parents. Yeah. And my goofy male friend who comes into my room whenever he wants to through the window. Yeah, this is the goober character that we all, no one needs to know and love. It was kind of ahead of its time besides like Ferris Bueller, but in terms of like this popularizing of like looking at people's lives and video blogs and stuff, which is yeah. very, very like... Contemporary. Yeah. Some iCarly realness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And this was doing it before all of them. And she like, was always making one. video games of her life to explain what was going ding, on. Ding, ding, ding. That was my <laughs> favorite moment. That's why I watched the show. Is like, I hope she creates a video game this episode. Because if not, I'm going to be really bummed out. It's 27 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah. <laughs> that that part fascinated me. When, and they'd show like little clips of like... Oh, yeah. She'd play a level of the game. Yeah, yeah. it was so good. Weird as 16-bit fuck. realness. See, I was all Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I did. I, I was Clarissa Explains It All for sure, but I got to say, I love, God, Salem the Cat just really... Yeah, TGIF. Oh, hammers it home. Oh, yeah, exactly. It there was a movie from the 80s, or like prior to the show. Like, there's a different... Right, they yes. did a Buffy thing with it. Yeah. Different exactly, blonde lady, yeah. and then right. let's bring it back on TV. Because Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I think, was a How Did This Get Made episode, and so I think I did watch it. <laughs> After they had explained it, and it's very weird because there is like there's scenes where like the characters rap, like it's very crazy. What? Yeah, top this. Yes, top it's top that. that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just to clarify, so there's a show called like How's It Made or How Is It Made mm-hmm. that shows you how like they make packing peanuts or something, and this is a whole separate show that's all about like. Is that how stuff works? There are a lot of things on the History okay. Channel yeah. now that are not history related. Just, I'm talking about that podcast, How Did This Get Made, that they talk of like Paul Shear hosts it, and they're like talking about movies that are like really bad. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. They're, okay, kind, cool, of, cool, they're cool. kind of the originator of like cool, that. Cool, 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 cool. It's not, it's not, it wasn't a show about how movies are made, and they chose to use that as the Sabrina example. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, yeah. the original made for TV movie. Well, it all starts with a script. And that's how you pass a law. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about the trailer one more right, time. Tell me more things that you saw. The one of the old ladies says, "What powers do you have? Do you sense things?" Totally. What Was is that, that about? An Angelica Houston question or the other scary old lady? They all look the same to me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but I'm wondering if does she have like the shining power? Do they all have... Why would she have a power? I'm confused about that aspect. This is a great question because I actually... I'm not sure if this is overstepping any plug three bounds of mine, but Mm -hmm. I almost thought about suggesting something to the ban list tonight. Oh, go for it. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, you could ban a lot of those. Can we please ban little kids just being the, like, spiritual seeker seances folks? Okay, The The little girl walking with the dolly, like, away towards everyone, blank stare on her face, lured into the woods. From from my time in my shamanism course at Fairhaven College here in oh, Bellingham, WA. Don't try to skip all over that. No, no, no. <laughs> Apparently, you know, kids are like closer to the spiritual center of the world. So, like, mm-hmm. imaginary friends because can also short? kind of right. Okay. Um, kids and midgets. <laughs> Got it made. 
No, but if they are, you know, uh, having imaginary friends that could potentially also just be either ghosts, depending on where you want to go with it, mm-hmm. or spirit guides, kind of that side of, like, actual non-malevolent spirits, mm-hmm. there's a potentially, like, a basis in quote-quote reality for this to actually be a thing. However, no, it's just the scariest little kid, and then that's the only motivator. It's yes. fucking Thackeray Binks all over again. So you don't like it when kids are haunted. In movies. I don't like it when kids have to be the one to see the ghost and, like, adults only believe it after the little kids, like... Like poltergeist. Didn't you see them? Only kids can see the magic. Only kids are innocent enough to understand how the world but really is that, works. Is right. that to, is that a vehicle for which to entice your kid audience? Like what kids are watching this Lifetime movie with their mom on, like, a Friday night? I don't know. I watched it on Disney Channel when the original one came out, so I don't, I don't know. But is that it's they're trying to get it to appeal to kids, right? I don't know, man. I just think the trope of little kids being haunted or scary is just overplayed. Okay. Also, what if it's scary to parents to be like, oh, God, my kid's going to be fucked up? Well, that's the my kid's the dark that's one. That's the true scare. My, my kid has a doll. <laughs> I, the other, oh God, where are you? <laughs> a couple weeks ago, not to put Andrew Butcher on blast yet again, but why the fuck not? Butcher, watch, watch, watch. We we were watching one of the Insidious movies, and we had to turn it off because Butcher was like, "I can't watch this because I I have like a little child human in my house." And sometimes I'll get up to go to the bathroom late at night, and she'll just be standing in the doorway. Just this little evil child person. And this is scary, because it's a reality. And I thought that was really, really funny. But, like, yeah, I'll probably, like, hit my kid with a shovel at some point, because I'll be like, demon! Just, like, because they'll pop out of nowhere. Little shit. Little Fred G. Meyer. Little gremlins. Uh, I'm, I'm the same way, but with black people. Mm. <laughs> get them out of here! <laughs> uh, Lane, to answer your question, I... I, my suggestion for the ban list was similar, but a little more specified. Little girls singing Ring Around the Rosie. Totally. Did that happen? Yeah. There's a part, like the bottom half of it, where they're like, Ring Around the Rosie. I guess I didn't really notice that. The Rosie. If there's a scary kid in the movie, she's going to have a connection with the earth. Yes. She's going to have a spooky doll. Yes. And she's going to be singing some sort of nursery rhyme. nursery rhymes. Slowly. 90% like, uh, of the time, it's Ring Around the Rosie. Or it's 1-2, Freddy's Coming for You. <laughs> All right, so let's ban it. Is that what we're saying? Should we? Well, let's specify, is it the spooky kids? Spooky kids singing spooky nursery rhymes. I think we can yeah. unite your guys' two. Yeah. Yeah, I got spooky in there a couple more times, yeah. so ding, ding, ding. <laughs> We're on the same page with this band. I'm, I'm into it. All right, just because you guys are so excited about it, I say yes. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah! Perfect. Was we, that a, a mutual ban? Mm-hmm. We did it. We banned another thing. Consensual banning. And now, oh, we should have explained what it was. Oh, well, you'll figure it out. What do you mean? Like the audience. Oh, they know. We're banning it. It's going on the Movie Baby ban list. Yeah, but, you know, what is that? It's a list of things that are cliched in movie trailers that we will not allow to go on anymore. What's the last thing that was added to the list? Ooh, let me get my list out. I want to assume that it might be the use of any ACDC song in the movie trailer. Yeah, Yeah. the last thing was banned was ACDC. 
Yeah. Was there any ACDC songs in this trailer? They actually did write Ring Around the Rosie. Back in Damn. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's rate this trailer. As the uh, the guest and the person that did not come up with this, I guess I'll explain how the rating system works. Please do. Okay. Based off of the dopest formerly circulated Regal Cinemas ad, we got three categories. I love robots. I love robots. I did not love this movie. <laughs> we got our equivalents. Probably not going to see it. Our mid-range, in space, with zombies. In space. In space, with zombies. Yeah, maybe I could do it. Might need to be home alone. Might need to have some other spice of life. And then we got ourselves uh, a like a lot. So you cool if I scream, like a lot. That's the cherry on top. Like, this inspired me. I'm a new human today. (laughs) And I'm going to go see this movie to reward myself with growing. Yeah, that pretty much summates the whole idea. Nailed it. I'm going to say I love robots. What? Wow. Watcher in the Woods looks real fucking ratchet to me. I don't want to watch Watcher in the Woods. No? No. Would it be better if you did have Clarissa herself... Narrating the movie. Narrating the movie. Yeah. Or at least bringing up the blonde count. We only got our young blonde protagonist sisters. Everyone else was a brunette. I, I won't stand for it. Is that, was that the right answer? <laughs> Correct. I'm also going to give it I Love Robots. <gasps> Nothing appealed to me in this trailer. Yep. It was all borrowed from other movies. And The Watcher is not a villain. <laughs> I, what is that? Like We live in 2017 future land. Mm-hmm. The internet is watching us all the time. Right. We're already being watched. It's not, you're not worried about it. Anymore. And inside. I don't need to go out to the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stay in the comfort mm-hmm. privacy of my own home. The, the premise of this movie is, don't go to woods. Someone's going to watch you in there. And it's like, yeah, bring it on. That's one-on-one so. stuff. You just stay out in the forest. Don't go hiking. And don't subject yourself to the spookiness. If I'm going to go to the woods, I'm going to go in my virtual reality woods. Because then you don't get the spider and bugs on you. That was always the worst when you're going on a hike and you're in the front of the line and you got to like walk through all the spider oh, webs yeah. for everybody else. That's when you just do karate chop yeah. motion. You bring as yourself your, a stick. Yeah, you find your stick and then you're good to go. Can I also say, uh, I don't know if this is going to be shocking to anyone, but I love robots. <gasps> you don't say. <laughs> As a person that had to watch a lot of not only the OG Hallmark Channel, but also Hallmark Movies and Mysteries over the last, like, two and a half years with my Nana, who turned 90 this year, I am so done with all of these movies that are just so bad. That's what I was going to ask you, not to be sexist. This doesn't look good. The Lifetime movies are made for you. They're made for... Not accurate. Women? It's a women's network. That's their idea. Oh, that's true. Oxygen is the one that's turning into the true crime one. Okay, I was yeah. down with that. I, was like, I mean, Ooh, maybe okay. that has changed, like, how uh, sci-fi... What was the one that, you, like, tried to be the man network? And they had, Spike like, TV. Spike TV. Mm-hmm. Yes! Oh, they're redoing that some weird shit, like, starting January, February. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's very hilarious, the need to, like, specify channels. They're the ones that are hosting the new uh, Waco documentary or miniseries, uh, miniseries that's coming out. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, as Lifetime the antithesis of Spike... Lifetime made a spoof movie of Lifetime movies with Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell, oh, like right. within the That's last right. couple of years. Yeah. 
Still haven't seen it, but at least appreciated the, like, real check on, like, we, you guys, we know. I'm so sorry that every ad for this features, like, a, you know, a quiet autumnal scene with, like, a little bit of a breeze going through and, like, the first name, last name story. Mm-hmm. I, not to fucking excrete on your parade, but, like, I hear that is also bad because it's so <sighs> straight-faced that it's not even funny. They're just straight up doing a life. You just movie. saved me an hour and a half then. How is that I could that be bad? wrong, but... Uh, That's not yeah, rain on my parade. Know. That's a parade in and of itself. Good. Uh, well, let's take this parade to the next trailer. Shout out to Keith Carmack for attempting to get us to review this. I'm sorry we couldn't do it. Yeah, and Angelica Houston was supposed to be the saving grace of this, and even she was, like, not getting paid enough. This is a favor to someone yeah, else. She lost sure. a game of cards somewhere. Wait, this was a Keith-picked episode? This, this we trailer. didn't talk about our dicks or anything. Oh, yeah. Well, let me fix this. And so, okay. the the Watcher in the Woods, <laughs> is, he's just, it's just a dude who had a lot of Playboy magazines and hidden oh, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a tree stump. And um, he has a British accent, so you know he's still in line with whatever is going on in this movie. Mm-hmm. See? We fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it. What does uh, a British accent sound like when you're just, like, making jerking it grunting noises? Boy, boy, and she does it. Mm-hmm. Of course, <laughs> Lane doesn't ask questions that she can't answer. Uh, She's like, "This is what it sounds like." <laughs> and that's, I think, maybe we can safely say, "Watcher in the Woods." We, we don't have to worry about nothing, cause we got the fire, and we're burning one hell of a something. They're gonna see us from outer space. Yeah, I'm really sorry about Bod. It's nothing serious. No, it is. Like with the stars of the human race, human race. Where did you two go? When the lights started out, they don't know what they heard. Strike the match, playing loud, giving love to the world. How did his father die? A surgeon never kills a patient. An anesthesiologist can kill a patient, but a surgeon never can. Don't be scared, Mom. You'll see. You won't be able to move either. I got one word for this movie on this mm-hmm. intro. Mm-hmm. Spooky. Ooh, that's my favorite word. It's the word of the day. And it's the audience's least favorite word <laughs> after I edit this episode together. Spooky, spooky, spooky. spooky no, don't do it. The Killing of a Sacred Deer is... not a movie title. ...a lot of words that have not much to do with what we see on the screen. No. Director of the Lobster. Yeah. Would you like to take a crack at saying his name? He just... Okay, yeah. Let's, um... Yogo Man... (laughs) Lanneth Myth. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lane... Jorgis Lannister. There we go. <laughs> that the guy's name? Did I do it? Close, Close enough. <laughs> With our powers yeah. combined, I think we got probably most of the syllables. All right. Vocal words came out of my mouth, mm-hmm. and that's close enough All for right. this podcast. Sean, yeah. what, do you, what do you got on this uh, director pronunciation? Oh, Jorgis Lanithmos. Well, you even did the hand thing. I did a hand to gesture like... to make it look like I knew what I was doing. If you ever get in a jam where you have to look like you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. do the OK symbol yeah. and then just kind of pop it out in uh, your face. Combine that with yeah. also you walk with a clipboard mm-hmm. and with... The headset. Yeah, like you know where you're going. Yeah. Just, just flash just a badge doing, on a lanyard. Just put put your finger to your ear and be like, uh, yeah, we got it. 
Yeah. 1820. While doing, with your other hand, the OK symbol, mm-hmm. and tucked into your armpit is the clipboard, and then... And then you just about face and leave the and, room. And have a baby strapped to your shoulder, because no one wants to mess with oh, yeah. a dude with a baby. You're like, that guy has a baby. I don't know. <laughs> strapped to his back like I, a fucking camel back over here. I don't want to deal with that. So, oh, so the reason why I brought him up, mm-hmm. this guy just is doing an animal theme. Yeah, he likes he likes the animals. He's got, we got dog tooth, we got the lobster, and now we've got the killing of a sacred deer. Perhaps we could call this his animal trilogy. I know he's directed oh. other movies, but right. Well, it's kind of like how the Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and all that stuff is mm-hmm. like the Netto trilogy. Yeah, but it's yeah. like barely like has nothing to do with yeah. that. Yeah. In dog tooth, is there a dog tooth? There's a dog in it. There's a tooth in it. Mm-hmm. There's not a dog tooth in it. <laughs> and in the lobster, he wants to be a lobster. But I don't think we ever see a lobster. But at least that's tied in. So in this movie, is there going to be a deer? That's an important question. We need the answer here tonight mm-hmm. I, uh, on the Movie Babies episode. I think 32. instead of patriarchy, my theme for this mm-hmm. episode is going to be shamanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The deer is actually my spirit animal. Oh. What? Yeah. Thank you, how Leslie come? Cotton, because that's how the procedure worked. Slash, that was the first animal that my spirit guide friend saw five times in the lower world <laughs> during an awesome weekend retreat that okay. I had to go Start to. Start again. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think that the deer is potentially going to be important as a representation for things that are gentle and patient and kind. Potentially Colin Farrell's kids in this situation. Oh, okay, I like that. this is this yeah. is a little metaphorical potentially. And also, not like album title is the deer <laughs> my spirit animal? Can I saw like five deer driving over? Oh yeah, there's like a, probably a deer in our lawn right now. And there's like four on the side of the road after your drive. Yeah, my spirit animal is the mosquito. Those things are always bothering me. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, in the killing of a sacred deer. We get a couple of reunions. We yes. get this director re- reuniting with Colin f- fucking Farrell. With a zaddy-ass beard. Mm. Uh, they worked in the lobster. They worked on the lobster together. We also get Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman fucking beguiled. We just saw that. We saw it on the opening. Oh, with that's right. We did. Movie baby guest D.D. Chapman. That's right. We did that. I enjoyed that film. Did not like it. Right. Did you ever watch the original? Classic movie baby split. Um, <laughs> did not see the original. Okay, well that's for another discussion. Anyway, in this movie, I'm seeing a lot of the tropes of this director's like other films in that there's always this tense earnestness to character delivery that kind of is off-putting and like people seem like they talk in like a very deliberate Twin Peaksy kind of way. Things mm-hmm. are always a little bit off. Like they kind of overshare. They, they have weird speech patterns. They undershare. They like kind of speak a little overly poetically. So that's kind of par for the course for this so guy. So spooky when people do that? Very spooky. <laughs> you got it. You're killing the One audience. One of the spookiest things you could do. <laughs> Is be cryptic and have a speech impediment. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know it's the rule of three, not the rule of three hundred, right? Yeah. <laughs> little little overkill, maybe. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen in the killing of a sacred deer? Nobody Lane. knows. Didn't ask you. Nobody. Ask her. <laughs> I'm just setting her up because you're setting her up to fail. That's not fair. <laughs> I see what you're doing. 
Whoa. Well, give us what we know. Give us what we know. Give us uh, We know that Colin Farrell hates anesthesiologists because all of a sudden somebody's got his green scrubs and his white coat on and surgeons don't kill people. Ooh. Whose voice was that that you were doing? <laughs> that was a Colin, Colin Farrell impersonation. Okay. Yeah, but like when he's drunk and like, <laughs> I, didn't he have a thing and he's already kind of had his like RDJ comeback? Um, oh, do we not like him too? Because he made a I sex tape. Oh, that's what it was. He's had his really? moments. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like a grand moment. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll look into that after the show. We'll, wa- we'll watch the sex tape. Exactly, we'll that'll be that. its own. I Dra- didn't understand in the sex tape when he said... <laughs> uh, By the same director. <laughs> uh, no, but we got Colin Farrell as a surgeon. Looks like Nicole Kidman's his wife. Mm-hmm. Got themselves a nuclear family with two kids. There's a creepy kid that potentially lives next door and or around. Mm-hmm. Got a couple glimpses of some shit going wrong. Shit yeah. going south. What's the, the relationship? kid's crying blood. <laughs> Fuck. Is that like kids crying wolf? No. It's yes. like tears of blood. I do that every morning. Tears of a clown. Where I have to but go to work. That's what blood is. It's just clown tears. It's just clown coming out. It's all that's pouring through our veins. So we watched two trailers. I tried to figure out what this plot was about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. See, that's funny that you say that because this movie seems like the most I can follow along with what the idea is than any of his other movie trailers. You got it straightforward. Here's what I think is okay, going on we'll here. Break it down for me. I think that we have a situation that they're kind of trying to allude to, but are kind of giving away in the trailer that this creepy kid's dad was accidentally killed by Colin Farrell, the surgeon who is not supposed to kill patients. Okay, yeah, that explains the line, surgeons don't kill people. Right. Okay. And so he comes, kind of like little brother, big brother kind of situation, to hang out with him and his family, and maybe like over time is like, oh, by the way, you killed my dad, and my revenge to you for doing that is I'm going to kill your whole family with this weird disease that I can somehow give them. Conjure. And then you're going to be my dad, because I'm going to hook you up with my mom, who's Alicia Silverstone. But he's still... <laughs> She's got yeah. a great body. He's yeah. stealing the dad. Yeah, as revenge for taking his dad. In one of the trailers, there's a bunch of, like, critic text quotes oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah, yeah. on. And one of them did refer to it as a revenge movie. Right, hmm. psychological thriller revenge movie. So that makes sense. And also, we get the scene of Nicole Kidman... With her daughter, mm-hmm. saying, like, how long have you been hanging out with this kid for? Mm-hmm. Where'd you oh, guys no, go? Oh, no, she's saying that to the dad, I thought. Oh, I thought she Did was she saying it to the daughter? My impression was the daughter and the kid were hanging out, and that's why you see the scene of them on a motorcycle together. At night. Right. So my reading of it was that, like, little kid from the other family where the dad died mm-hmm. is hanging out with the surgeons, Colin Farrell and mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman's, daughter mm-hmm. in a way to get to the family. Okay. Who is the adorable British girl from Tomorrowland, by the way. I have Love not her. seen that movie yet. Stop what you're doing and do it. I enjoy it's Brad Bird, who mm-hmm. directed that film. Mm-hmm. Wait, she's not the lead in Tomorrowland. She's not. No. But not she's yet. Not. Oh, okay. Tomorrow um, she is. <laughs> guys are so <laughs> tangentially on. on track. He's, he's infiltrated the family in various aspects because mm-hmm. the mom's like, oh, he seems sweet, or like, oh, poor kid, he lost his dad or whatever, and then the dad's, he's he'd taken him around town or something, they're mm-hmm. like wandering around town together, and then he's hanging out with the daughter who's singing to him. 
burner. The slowest, them. saddest, scary trailer song. Mm-hmm. I loved the use of music and that cover in this trailer. Because it's like a motivated sound source cover rather than like just playing on the soundtrack. What do you like someone someone singing it? So there's like it's motivated. Oh, yes, right. And it and it fit with the tone of the trailer. Mm-hmm. And there was also like a boom 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 type of like stuff going on. Adrenalizing, symphony style. Mm-hmm. This is a humps in the bump. Yeah, if I could categorize you as humps a fan bumps. of two humps things, it'd be humps and bumps. Hi Joe. Hi Joe. Hi Joe. Jesus Christ, man! Freak the fuck out of me. <laughs> He looked like Santa with his laundry over there. <laughs> looked like the sister with spinal dystrophy from Pet Cemetery. Needs to see Colin Farrell. So, if this kid can't conjure the disease or, like, get Colin Farrell's family sick with it, he at least knows about it. So, is he also potentially just a spooky-ass kid that's connected to the spiritual realm? So, the kid has a conversation with Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Like, some sort of diner, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. I could, Down I didn't, at the shoe? I didn't see the menu. Mm-hmm. I don't know what diner. I don't know. Maybe it was an ice cream shop. Maybe right. it was a, a little maybe, upscale. Maybe it was a soda parlor. When does this movie take place? I don't know. The point is, he has this conversation with Colin Farrell. Basically, threatens him like they will all get sick and die. Yeah. So he knows. We don't know what the sickness is, though. But it makes you cry blood and makes your legs stop working. Yeah. With the girl whose legs stopped working, she was a different girl, though, that was riding with him on the motorcycle and who was singing? Or was that Correct. The same I think girl? that's the younger sibling that might actually... That's Bob. ...be a... That's a boy. ...differently gendered sibling. Or its name is Bob. See, yeah, I think you're correct. I think it's a son. There's a there's a daughter and a son. It's just contemporary California life. He's just got long hair. He got long hair. He looks kind of... Dope as hell. Cute. Yeah. And... Uh, and so he gets afflicted first, and that's that, that's what creepy kid is apologizing for. He's like, "I'm sorry about Bob," and he's like, "It's nothing serious." And he's like, "Yes, it is." He knows because he gave it to. Him. I think so. Through butt sex. Through butt sex, yes. Is it like that sort of mm-hmm. deal, or just just the tips, just touching together? Mm-hmm. Hey, he's Bob. sword fighting. He pooped into Bob's butthole with toxic poop forever. Yeah. Well, did you see that movie? Oh yeah. This was the Miranda that? July one. What's yeah. that called? Uh, Fecal transplant. <laughs> <laughs> not, that's not. No, the crappening. You, me, and everyone you know. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I remember that movie is like, and we poop back and forth forever. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sweet little boy. Uh, so potentially that's how he gives this disease. We can only assume. Is he the watcher then? I do like that theory. What? That he's the watcher in the woods? He's yes. the watcher in the woods. That would make sense. Just he, collecting poop to throw at people. Well, and we saw in this trailer, if he is going for the daughter in the Watch in the Woods trailer, he's calling in these young ladies. I don't think he has any reason to go after the family other than to just hurt the dad. For instance, when... What's her name? Not Kate Hudson. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. <laughs> the other blonde one? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when she's like, I don't understand why I have to suffer for this. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she's collateral damage. She's just being taken out, as are the kids, to right. fuck with Colin Farrell. Right. And the weird line with, like, oh, my mom's got a sexy body just seems like then the idea is he's trying to hook Colin Farrell up with his mom. Right. Because of the absence of his dad. I love that. Which is and just it's very, like, perfect son-esque. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't remember that movie, but I remember... Oh, the good son? A, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, I remember yeah. there's a creepy kid in it. Macaulay Culkin. Creepy, creepy kid. Speaking of Macaulay Culkin, mm-hmm. let's speak the language our listeners understand. Mm-hmm. He's let's, basically... Yes. Can you home alone it? Yeah. He's not home aloneing it physically, uh-huh. but a mental home aloneing. Do you follow? He's got a paint can just drawn up above his head at the top of the stairs, just waiting and waiting and waiting but for in Colin Farrell. But in his mind. He's right. going to knock some knowledge into him. He's playing mind games is what I'm getting at. He's, uh. making not, <laughs> he's not making physical traps. He make, he's making mind traps. He's right? lost his marbles yeah. to throw them under someone else's feet. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you mentally home alone something? Why this, not? This director is a visionary. Okay. If one man's going to do it, it's Yoga Man himself. <laughs> to listeners who might not be familiar, Yoga Man is a reggae DJ who lives next door to us. I don't know and also, if anyone else is going to get that joke. And also a acclaimed uh, movie director. Yes? He he's oh, Dutch. Okay, yeah, I see. I get it. Come he's on. Greek. We got the lady singing El Golding's Burn. Mm-hmm. And we'll one of the trailers and then the other trailer was just someone singing scales the whole time I feel bad this was like kind of creepy kid singing but like not full creepy kid singing it's pretty creepy technically I would like to say I would to submit to the to the listeners and to the board here uh, is this not creepy adolescent singing I mean you're right I think what we have to determine is if this kid is scary is he totally a scary? Spooky. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say spooky. <laughs> is he a scary kid? Because if he is, then I would say it's bam. But if it's just a kid who's scary, not because he possesses a demon's curse uh-huh. or a, uh, what's the other one? Uh, there's Hold a demon's guys. curse, or... You know, you have you have your demon's curse, uh-huh. or you have your... Like an evil talisman? Yes. Or a haunting. A demonic possession? Yeah, all of those okay. Okay. will work. Choose your poison. <laughs> okay. You have one of those things, and then you're also singing, I say, you're banned. Okay. But this kid, again. This is the victim. He's mentally homoloning it. Well, right, but the spooky kid, if you will, isn't even the one singing. It's the victim of the spooky kid. Oh, yeah. So I think we're okay here. We're okay. I think we're in the clear. And may I add that I also think it's not so spooky. It's kind of sad. It's the more kid. sad. This kid's alone. She's going to die at the hands of this kid's weird disease, and she's not doing anything wrong. She's just trying to be a teenager who likes to sing. Do you think the dad of the spooky kid died from the same disease that Colin Farrell's family is getting? Or, like, is this something that's, like, a manifestation of his grief and loss? I don't know. Can you surgeon out a disease from someone? Like a tumor, potentially. Maybe. Mm. Is that the end of the movie? Mm -hmm. He saves the kid? And then the kid's like, all right, we I'll do stop see the kid with some you. electrode shit all stuck to his little pasty chest. Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe Colin Farrell checks him for, like, if he has the same disorder as the, his family. Hmm. I don't know, man. There's a lot of questions, but not as many questions as there usually are. Yes. So, how does that bode for our rating tonight? Well, I'm happy you asked. Tell me more. Why? Why? I will. <laughs> do it. Now, do I do it now? Yeah. Are you is that my cue? Okay. Yeah, go that ahead. That was my cue. Yeah. Got it. 
I'll keep saying I'll keep saying the the S word no, if you don't. No, 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 I'm going. It was, it was a smooth transition that I just slam dunked it. Thank you. Uh-huh. What do I rate these two trailers? I'm going to rate both these trailers like a lot. Really? Ooh. It's been a while since that's happened. Yeah, it has. What got your attention on this one? I will say this. Trailer number one with the Burn song, mm-hmm. one of my favorite trailers that I've seen recently. For that particular reason. Just because of the music. I love the music. It fit. There's enough plot that you kind of got what the movie was, but wasn't over-explaining it. Mm-hmm. You see the visual technique of this director. He has a very interesting visual style. The camera moves in a pleasing way mm-hmm. with the action. That first trailer really highlights all of those things. Mm-hmm. There's a good scene of Nicole Kidman and the surgeon kind of like, you kind of get an example of the dialogue that you were speaking of earlier in the episode and like how the strange manner of speaking. So you get enough sprinkles of like everything this director offers. You get this cool kind of remake of the song going on. So that first trailer is like one of my favorites I've seen in a long, long okay, time. Okay, that's cool. The second one I liked as well. It was a little more uh, typical. Plot-based, yeah. Plot-based, and I don't think it highlighted his skills in the same way as that first one. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about this movie. Oh, I forgot to say my favorite thing from the first trailer. That, say it now. That do, made, it, do it, This might make it trailer of the year. The kid eating spaghetti. Oh, he, like, yeah. he twists it in a spoon, in his fork, and there's just like spaghetti, like dripping out of his face, like a little. Like, oh uh, god! He just needs a little cutie to be sucking up the other yeah. side, bringing what's, their lips together. What's that demon called? C- C- Cthulhu. With his spaghetti face. George Sulu. Uh, that's one of my least favorite things in movies when it really close ups on people eating. Oh. That grosses me out. Are you a person you, that can't handle the sound of chewing? No, I don't care about that at all. I just really, it's disturbing to me when camera gets right up in people's faces chewing and the noises get amplified and you have to sit through that in the theater because often directors choose to do it to gross you out. This is yeah, totally taking the wind out of like three Snapchat sales. Oh yeah, don't do this to I was, me. Yeah. I won't okay. be into that. My favorite Control is team. the ones like Lord of the Rings where like, it's always during a war scene mm-hmm. where it's like, I'm sending you to war, and while you do that, I'm going to eat my sloppy <laughs> Joes. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, like... There's, a, there's a lit cigarette chilling in an ashtray. Uh-huh. You got your major or your general at a desk yeah. chilling. He's absolutely so far away from all of the, like, horror of war. Yeah, uh-huh. it's an easy, like, metaphor or whatever you want to... Yeah. Like, right. I need you to find me one example of this. I mean, the, the most obvious and perfect one is the Lord of the Rings film. Uh, he just eats it, a lot of sloppy joes. It's an hour four. Okay. <laughs> I'll be on the lookout for it then. <laughs> just watch for the man witch. Also, you're going to hate our new YouTube series, Saturday Morning Reviews, where I just... Eat and talk. Eat and talk and Great. review movies. Well, check that out on the Fantastic. YouTubes. Devin, did you like The Lobster? I really like The Lobster. I think the first half of that film is stronger than the second half of the film. And I wasn't keen on, spoilers, Mm -hmm. the ending. You didn't like the ambiguous ending? Because he tried to do an ambiguous ending, and it didn't work for me because there wasn't enough setup for it, I felt like. You needed something to be, uh, like... An inevitable conclusion. Do you will this uh, movie 
will it hurt your rating of it or enjoyment of it if it if we don't find out why the kid or how the kid poisons this family or anything about the disease? If, if he does it better than in the lobster, I'm not opposed to endings like that. But the way they did the lobster's ending, I, it didn't work for me. Okay. But the humor of that film, I loved. And the the story of it, I, I enjoyed. What about you guys? I actually haven't seen The Lobster, but this, I did see Dogtooth. So your response is, Devin, just totally painted a picture for me of kind of what I'm struggling with or what I'm feeling about this. Is yeah. like, this could be a movie that I've seen before, and like it just totally airs on the side of psychological thriller of just like, get out of my family, get off this plane. You know, like just a very low, gravelly voice of like, man shall triumph, right? Or... It could be something that's painted into this really crazy new universe that ends up being super cool because all of a sudden this kid can just like projectile mutations or something, you know, onto it's, others. It's an X-Men spinoff. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I definitely was into it. I have never been like a huge Colin Farrell fan, so I'm kind of interested to be like, why him, man? Like, why? He's not a charismatic surgeon to me. Yeah, might work perfectly because that might be the idea. It's like you, you no. want to hate him. He's way too spooky. Mm-hmm. Thank God, thank you. you got to stop that. <laughs> I enjoy Colin Farrell in some of the films I've seen him in. <laughs> <laughs> so take that. <laughs> Sean, what's on uh, your uh, rating? Did you rate brain? it? Yeah. No, what's, your, what's your rating oh. on Colin Farrell? No. <laughs> what's your rating on the movie? Four. <laughs> <laughs> He's an Irish four. <laughs> I am going to rate this like a lot as well because... Boys rule! Girls drool! <laughs> one, because I like this director's previous work. I trust him to paint a absurd universe that I will probably enjoy and get a kick out of other people in the theater not enjoying. Because mm-hmm. when I went to go see The Lobster, people were getting up left and right and just leaving. <laughs> well, not to spoil it for Lane, uh-huh. but there is a scene... I uh, you know, Exactly. And it's that, and combined with the, <laughs> with that, it's the humor and the world that he builds intentionally with, like, the discomfort of having to, like, sit and watch these things that mm-hmm. drew people away. And, like, a typical Pickford audience of, like, old people who are just there to, like, see whatever and just, like, support the local bougie art theater. Mm-hmm. They were getting up, and, like, everyone was bummed about it. Everyone was pissed. Yeah. Clicking their tongues. Like, and oh, I was up. stoked that people were, like, leaving in mass. <laughs> I thought it was so fun and cool. You just so. hunker down, put your feet up on the seats even harder. Exactly. Exactly. So I like that he makes polarizing movies. Though this one looks a little more by the numbers, I have mm-hmm. a feeling it's to entice thriller audiences to come in and then have the same thing happen where they just get their minds Punched fucked. in the gut. Yeah. It's something not like this at all is going to happen. So that's that's my optimistic view of the framing of this trailer. Wait, how are you the optimistic one and I'm the cynical one in this in this round. I know I've seen all of his movies, so I kind of feel like I've been done right by And him. because it's scary! <laughs> Fake out. Um, uh, are we going to rate Colin Farrell, or did we have more thoughts on the lobster to share? To wrap this up, what's our uh, outro battle? Our outro battle is, would you rather have sex with Colin Farrell... Yes. I'm sorry. Or <laughs> kill all of his family with a disease? I would hope that me having sex with Carl Farrell will spread the disease to That's his family. Okay. Exactly what I was going to say, See, Devin. Look at that. We did some of that shaman uh, mind melding deer whisper. You are the sacred whispering. deers. 
You are the STD-ridden deers. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the killing of a sacred deer. We can light it up, 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 so they can put it out, out, out. And that's the episode! Woo-hoo. Spooky! Scary! Octobery. Well, guys, strap in, because this is just the beginning of our Halloween month. Oh, man. Woo-hoo. We got, a, we got what, the new Saw movie to review. We got some other horror-themed films coming we out. What else is getting redone? We have a very special trailer that I'm excited to review. Which one? Secret it's a surprise reveal. trailer. Boomadia 2? Damn it! Fuck. Is yep. it spooky? Uh-huh. Anyway, we're going to keep on theme to the best of our ability, try to knock a couple of these out, um, because, yeah, we got some good good stuff coming out. Who uh, wants to go uh, hide in the woods and watch someone kill a sacred deer with me? Yeah. Really I mean, start this October off I see. right. I, I can see what you do that. there. You like that? Of the tie in of the trailers we watched. All the things. Uh, I am excited that you are going to come with us to All Freaking Night, Devin. <gasps> Very nice. Terrified. Uh, I think that you're going to be really bummed out by movie two or three, that there's going to be like three or four more movies to watch. <laughs> I've done it once before, but that was when I was very young. Well, yeah. you've done some of those, like, we're going to show all the diehards, we're going to show all the Marvel movies. Well, I've, and I've done them all freaking night. You have? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, when I lived in Olympia, but that was like 10 or so years ago. That's Holy some shit that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Why did you brief, live in Olympia? I went to the community college. SPSCC in the house. Fucking Woo. A. All right, well, that's for another episode. We got a review to read. Let's do it. If you go to our website, it tells you how to leave a review on our iTunes, which apparently helps or something. Absolutely. Give all the stars. Write some things. Lane did two of them, apparently. I totally (laughs) meant to check on that like a zillion years ago Mm because I didn't think it went through. (laughs) Joe also made one and then it like crashed on him, so that never went to... Don't write too long a review. Wait, so are there only three reviews and two of them are from me? (laughs) We don't know. This is why we need your help, people. But we do have a new review. It's from Pod Genie, Mm -hmm. which states, well, one, it's five stars, obviously. Baller. And it goes without saying, don't leave a review if you want to give it two stars. Oh. We we know that. Please do. I want to know why you think it's not a good podcast. I mean... We all know why, <laughs> but if you want to just, like, go with the crowd or whatever. Sometimes I like to, he- I li- like, for something like this, I would be I would be enticed to hear a hater's viewpoint because mm-hmm. it's probably, they're probably going to hunker down on something that I'm like, oh, that's what you don't like about this show? Like, it's going to be something very... <laughs> yeah. We do that every episode. Yeah, like, that's what we do on in, on purpose. <laughs> like, right. Devin, rub this lamp. What's Pod Genie all about? Oh, nice enough. Thank you. It says, this is a LOL podcast. Exclamation mark? Lots of love podcast? I mean, it's not laugh out loud no. podcast. No. Must listen, exclamation mark. There we go. Subscribe, and hopefully they will join my platform in 2018. This mm-hmm. might be spam. Okay. <laughs> but okay. five-star spam. I think Pod Genie is a... Network thing on Twitter where there's a lot of sharing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So if you are subscribed to us, I apologize. I don't know how this works, but I think how it works is if you're supposed to share podcasts and then people share your shit, and some of them 
that's their, I don't know what his platform is. You'll get listeners all over the world I think tonight. You, you make a wish and some sort of blood sacrifice, mm-hmm. and then you gain two more subscribers. Excellent. You Excellent. have to uh, throw a creepy spiritual child who's singing a slow cover song used for a movie trailer into a circle made out of seasoning salt. Every breath you take. That kid has a low voice. Every move you make. <laughs> oh, it's a chocolate rain guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Review, I guess. I don't care. Yeah. You know what? Don't review. Do whatever the fuck you want. I, it's a free country. I don't care if you <laughs> listen. I don't care if you don't listen. We're going to make the episodes regardless. So, you know. That's the movie baby's promise. It's fine. Cool. Uh, y'all got any other uh, social media stuff to follow or check up on to hear the announcements that are we got the Facebook. constantly being made? I... We got the Twitter. We got the YouTube. Oh, yeah, the YouTube. You can listen to these on YouTube or Stitcher or iTunes, whatever your favorite podcast platform she's, might she's, be. She's so good at this. I, I don't know why I, like I even talk at it. But to see all <laughs> things movie-related, go to our website, www.moviebabies.com. Because, Sean, yes? when you don't have time to watch a two-minute Spooky trailer. trailer. You stole the thunder of my thing. So, <laughs> well, but I was setting it up as where I wasn't saying it for a long time, so this would be the payoff. Oh my but, god! Okay, okay. Cause Sean. Well, now we can't do it <laughs> no. because you ruined it. No, no one knows. I know. This is, this is our little secret. Okay, okay, right. audience, you're not hearing this right now because I have edited it out. But we're gonna do a secret. Take two. This never happened. Because Sean, we yeah. don't have time to watch a two-minute trailer. Spooky. <laughs> it's, it's spooky. Because that's the spooky movie, babies. Fuck. Dun, 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 dun.